0: Love, talk, radio. Hi, I'm Nancy Murdoch, and you are listening to Nancy at Noon. A big welcome to you and a warm thank you for tuning in today. If you have ever felt like there is more to life than what you are living, that something is missing, and that if you don't find it soon, you may never find it, then you know how devastating that can be. Have you ever wondered if the last 40, 50, 60 years that you've been walking this earth have been pointless? Sometimes the feeling of needing to find meaning in life hits people so traumatically they are left with a great sense of hopeless despair. We only have so much time. We're not stupid. We know that the grains of sand are ticking in the hourglass of our time. And if you're like me, it doesn't feel like we've made our mark on the world yet. Have you ever wondered how other people have accomplished so much? Yet when you look at your own life, it just seems, well, ordinary. Today's episode is called Don't Stop Believing. I guarantee that after today's episode, you will feel inspired about finding the extraordinary stories in your own life and the purpose behind those stories and how you can use your life experiences to benefit others, just like Richard Branson, Jim Carrey, and Mother Teresa. Because today I'm going to talk to you about purpose. Other than love and karma, purpose seems to be a topic that is so misunderstood and I want to clear it up for you. I'm going to share a little secret with you. I know what your purpose is. Yes, I agree that's a huge claim to make, but it's true, and I'll tell you what it is a little later. As you know, I've been doing a weekly show since 2012. I've taken sabbatical breaks along the way in order to acquire new skills and learn new ways to share my knowledge with you in the most succinct way possible. My role as a spiritual mentor, teacher, artist, and author is to help you to live a happy, healthy, fulfilling life. That's it. Different means to achieve the same end. It may seem like a tall order, happy, healthy, and fulfilled, but to me that means one thing, having a purpose. I believe that when we have a deep core purpose, it inspires us to want to get up each day and take actions that are in alignment with our purpose. It doesn't even matter what your purpose is. Whatever it is, it will inspire you to do something that is bigger than you in a way that comes from inside yourself. Here's the difference between inspiration and motivation. Motivation is something outside ourselves that arouses us to take action. Motivation is like boot camp. It's hard work that no one wants to do, but we do it because we want the results, and we think that if we use our willpower to beat ourselves up, we will eventually get those results. But all too often, the energy of motivation gets snuffed out too soon. Whereas inspiration is a light that shines from inside out. It's like the warmth of a single candle that grows and glows and spreads and becomes the heat and radiance of the sun that shines from the inside out, lighting up everyone and everything around you, including yourself. Inspiration is a driving force that comes from the highest, purest place within each one of us. No one can snuff out your inspiration. Inspiration is an uncovering of your true essence, your God connection. It can never be taken away from you ever but it often needs a trigger from the outside to get it started in other words sometimes you need a little nudge to get you started you need someone who does not know you who can hear what you are saying from an objective perspective like a coach or a mentor the best athletes authors and musicians didn't get to be the best with their own efforts they have coaches and mentors to show them what they are not seeing and inspiration is like any other muscle if you don't use it it becomes weak Several years ago, I created a business for myself. I used to travel to uh, different locations around the U.S. and Canada and help people, mostly men, find their purpose and take the first steps to living that purpose. No one else was doing what I was doing, at least not that I was aware of. And still to this day, I don't know anyone who does it. I loved that work. I'm often tempted to start doing it again. I don't know why I had mostly male clients, but I think the ones I worked with were at a transitional place in their lives. My clients were all ages, from 25 up through 65. The common denominator among all of them was that they were hungry for something, but they didn't know what. They were on the edge of knowing, kind of at a crossroads, but they needed someone with an objective perspective to help them see what they weren't seeing. They needed someone to nudge them over the threshold and onto the path of the journey they wanted to take. I was that person. I am very empathic, And I'm able to hear beyond the words and see the heart in most people. So a lot of the work I did was to inspire them. It wasn't work. I love doing it. It's my calling. My clients knew the answers to what they were seeking, just like you do, but they needed someone to help them bring their ideas from fuzzy cloud forms into words. Words that made sense, words that told their stories. When they were able to hear their stories said back to them, through me, the fuzzy cloud disappeared and they were able to see their purpose very clearly and take the right actions towards fulfilling that emptiness or that missing piece in their lives. It was actually pretty cool. I'm not going to say that I knew all that at the time. I just knew something I was doing was working. It wasn't until years later after I wrote a book about my experiences that I saw through the telling of my own stories what exactly was happening for them and for me. I know how difficult it can be for people to express what they're feeling, especially when they can't quite put a finger on it themselves. I stopped doing my travel mentoring business because my daughters were quite concerned for my safety, and rightly so. Nothing bad ever happened to me. Well, not really. It all began with Secret Agent <laughs> Andy. If you haven't heard that story, you can find it on my website, nancymurdoch.com. The point of this story is that the men I worked with were really just searching for someone to remind them of their purpose in life, to help them rekindle their inspiration. On the surface, they didn't know that. Their needs came disguised as wanting better relationships. Wanting a relationship or a better one is really about wanting a deeper connection with yourself. And that deeper connection has everything to do with knowing yourself and knowing your purpose. Some people think we come into this life with a predestined purpose or that we are fated somehow to live a particular life with particular people in a particular way. These people feel so frustrated because they don't know what that purpose is, as if it's a mystery. And a bolt of lightning is going to strike them. Then voila, purpose is known. So they wait and wait and continue living what they consider to be an ordinary life. I used to be one of those people. After doing a lot of self-inquiry and following the wisdom and practices of several spiritual leaders, I knew what my purpose is. And the ironic thing is that i have been living it all along. I just didn't know it. Through the years, I've refined my purpose. Last winter, I wanted to be able to reach more people across greater distances, which is so much more possible with today's technology. I thought about my own gifts, the knowledge and skills I have. And I looked back over the mentoring and coaching work I've done with individuals in the past. I also looked at workshops I've put on over the years, the classes I've taught, and I realized that my focus has always been helping people reach greater self-awareness and all the benefits that are inherent in becoming more self-aware. The common denominator among all the means and methods I've used to help people is that in one form or another, they got the results they were looking for by telling their stories. The mentoring clients invited me into their lives and told me verbally through words and nonverbally through their lifestyles. My workshop participants told their stories through art and imagery, which often included written words, such as handwritten letters and poetry. So last winter, I started creating a workshop or tutorial where you can learn how to tell your story, because when it comes right down to it, life is about the story you tell, the story you live, and the future you are setting in place or should I call it your self-imposed fate from the story you are telling now. Sometimes it takes some distance to benefit from the story we lived or the life experiences. I'm going to use Steve Perry as an example. I love Steve Perry. For those who don't know, Steve Perry was the lead singer in the band Journey for about 13 or 14 years. There are only a certain number of singers who stand out for me because of the way they use their voices, and Steve was one of them, still is. I so much wanted to be a California girl and live the rock and roll life. I wasn't into drugs or free sex or nightclubs or partying, but I sure was into the music and the creativity that spewed from this rock and roll band like a bursting geyser. Knowing now what I didn't know then, it would have been a horrible life to be a rock star's woman. It's kind of like living in a shadow of someone else's creativity. It reminds me of Ananda. Buddha's disciple Ananda didn't reach enlightenment until after <laughs> Buddha died. The light of someone else's creativity or awakening can help shine a light on you, but at some point, you need to ignite that light inside yourself. But hey, Steve, if you're listening to this, I don't plan on dating or having a boyfriend in this phase of my life, but I will absolutely marry you. Okay, I digress. Anyway, I remember listening to an interview with Steve Perry where he talked about the song, Don't Stop Believing, He said it was a great song, as were a lot of other songs he, Neil, and Jonathan wrote. But it wasn't until years later when he looked back and found a deeper message in that song for him. He said his fans used that song to uh, find strength and keep going when times got tough. And he admitted he did too. But it wasn't until years after he had left the band that the significance of the song really hit him. This is true of your stories too. Sometimes you need to step back, put years between what you are living now and what you lived in the past, before you can see the gem inside the experience. Like Steve Perry said, he benefited from the song in a variety of ways while he was with Journey, but later, much later, after the fuzzy cloud had been removed by time and circumstances, he finally saw the gem. Those are my words, not his. The gem was there all along. It always is. It just needs us to step away in order to see it through a different lens. Like when I was writing my book, It was extremely cathartic to get all my stories out, but it wasn't until recently that I revisited those events in my life and have been able to extract the gems, many, many gems from not always so great experiences. I was working with a woman last fall. She really wanted to tell her stories to her grandkids, so she came over to my house and took part in a private storytelling workshop I was putting on. I was teaching people how to write and record their stories, but instead of them doing it through my online course, I taught them the lessons in person. Some people like to do it in their own time, and others want Mm -hmm. the extra help. So basically, I was coaching a small group who felt more comfortable learning by me teaching them in person. This woman, I'll call her Mary, was very hesitant about taking the course because she said all her stories are unhappy. But she really, really wanted to record something for her young grandchildren. She finally decided on a story that seemed safe and age-appropriate for her grandkids. It was about when she was a child, and she went to primary school in India. The experience brought back a lot of unhappy memories for her because she was looking at it from her 8-year-old eyes, memories, and emotions. 55 years had passed. She was a different person. I encouraged her to tell her story from the point of view of the woman she is today. It took a bit of coaching, but it was absolutely amazing how her perspective changed after I was able to help Mary see that she is not that little girl anymore. She stopped being the victim. All these years, she had been holding on to the shame of the treatment she had endured as that 8-year-old child. She was finally able to let it go, and by letting go of the emotional suffering, she saw the gem. Only then was she able to tell her story to her grandkids (laughs) without victim energy and include a really significant message for them. Mary thought that the life lessons we learn are supposed to come quicker, like right after the experience or the trauma we undergo, It was quite an aha moment when she realized that it could be many years or even lifetimes before we discover the gem in our tragic life stories. They are there. Sometimes we get immediate benefits and other times it takes a little longer. So you may be asking what this has to do with finding your purpose. Think about this for a moment. Imagine you and I are sitting together having a nice warm drink and chatting about the story you want to tell your grandkids. We have gone deep into it brainstormed different perspectives, and fleshed out all the relevant details. We know who you are as a character in the story and how to describe you. We know where it takes place and how to describe the setting, the time frame, and the other important people that may be involved in your story. You are ready to start writing. You have the general concept and the details of what you want to say. You've decided on your theme. You've chosen an awesome title, written your first sentence, which, by the way, is super compelling to hook your grandchild into your story, you've written your first paragraph. Follow along with me. Your words are flowing. Your fingers are floating across the keyboard. Thoughts are coming fast and furious. You reach the climax, and the tension starts to relax. You arrive at the end, and in your last paragraph, you are giving your grandchild a message, the sacred message of your story. You are sharing the gem you learned from this particular life experience. Storytelling is the means for you to get your message to your grandchild. Your gem is your message. And the reason you are telling your story in the first place is because it has meaning. It has value. The meaning and the value is the purpose for telling your story. It's great if you've learned something from your life experiences, but it serves no one but you until you share it with someone else. At the beginning, I told you that I know what your purpose is. Now, I'm going to tell you what it is. Are you ready? I don't think so. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, lay on me. Are you giving me your full attention? Uh-huh. No multitasking allowed for the next 15 seconds because I want you to really hear what I'm saying. Okay, here it goes. Your purpose in life is to find purpose. That's it. It really is that simple. The hard part is letting go of any preconceived notions you may have about the idea of purpose you get to choose it would be easier if some sort of limitations were placed on us like fate but free will reigns each of us has the freedom to choose what purpose we want to serve in life and i'm telling you that your purpose has everything to do with telling your story in a way that serves others so why not start with your grandchildren you want your grandchildren to prosper to be healthy To have friends that support them and to be able to live their highest potential, whatever that is for them. I know you do because that's what loving grandparents want for their grandkids. That's what I want for my grandson. Don't ever think your life is ordinary. There is no one else in the world like you. Not even a twin. No one else has ever gone through exactly what you have gone through. Your life experiences are unique to you. You just need someone who is objective to help you see the gifts the lessons and the gems you have to share. Someone like me, because this is truly my passion, helping you find the words to express the awesomeness you have to share in a way that will interest, excite, and inspire the awesomeness in your grandchildren. If you're listening to this, then you still have time to make your mark on the world. No matter where you came from, what your background is, or what you have lived, you can still make a difference, and it starts by telling your stories. Look at Jim Carrey, for instance the Canadian comedian and actor. He dropped out of school to help pay the bills when his father got laid off. He worked as a custodian and a security guard. His family, though, eventually lost their home and had to live in a van. He wore tap shoes to bed in case his parents needed cheering up in the middle of the night. Isn't that sweet? I remember listening to an interview with him where he said he wrote a $10 million check to himself for acting services rendered. Then he dated it 10 years in the future and kept it in his wallet. Ten years later, he landed a $10 million acting deal. How about Richard Branson? He didn't come from a humble beginning. His dad was a barrister and his mom was a flight attendant. But Richard struggled in school and dropped out at age 16. Uh, One of his challenges was dyslexia. But he went on to start a youth culture magazine run by students for students. He continued building on his business and created more businesses. And he is now a successful, adventurous, and happy billionaire entrepreneur. You may not be a billionaire, comedian, actor, or successful, adventurous entrepreneur. You may be a plumber, or maybe you worked as a secretary, or were a stay-home mom. But like Carrie and Branson, you started somewhere, and now you're somewhere else. The life you live to get where you are today are the stories you need to learn to tell so your grandkids don't have to make the same mistakes. Mother Teresa is one of the greatest humanitarians of the 20th century, She was founder of the Order of Missionaries of Charity, and her order established a hospice, centers for the blind, the elderly, and the disabled, and a leper colony, among her other charitable work of feeding the hungry and helping the sick and homeless people on the streets. She said, and I quote, if you can't feed a hundred people, then feed just one. That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm not saying we need to compare ourselves to people who are famous for doing great things in the world. I'm saying that as long as you are using your life experiences to teach your grandchildren how to have a better life, then you are making your mark on the world in a way that could have profound results now and far into the future. I remember Steve Perry saying his mom always encouraged him to pursue his musical career. He was ready to give up many times. His grandfather wanted him to take over the family farm, and he didn't want to do it, but he didn't see any other choice. It was his mom that kept the light of inspiration shining. And because he pursued his dream, he touched the hearts of millions of people around the world. His music is a celebration of that part of his life that stands as inspiration for all of us, now and for years to come. I don't know if Steve Perry had a mentor, but I know he practices art of music, just like you need to practice your art of storytelling to make it good. There are millions of singers in the world, but only a few stand out. If you want your grandkids to value the stories you have to tell them, then you need to learn the art of storytelling. That's where I can help you. You can learn through my online course at your own pace, or you can do me the honor of letting me work with you. Either way, you will end up with an audio story that will hold your grandchild's interest, so you can deliver your message in a way that your grandchild will want to receive it. Actually, I set up my online course so you can test it out for free. Parts of the course are available as a free trial. You can register for it from my website, nancymurdoch.com, just look under the course tab and it will take you to a page on my site that tells you all about the online course. Just sign up and you will have instant access. Easy, easy peasy. I've also created two free courses, both of which you can access from my website, com. One is called Four Steps to Override the Fear of Writing, for those people who are kind of a little bit afraid to get started, and the other is called Write Your Life Stories Quick Start Kit. Those are for people who are ready to get going. It's an awesome quick start kit. I have to say, it's seriously an awesome quick start kit. If you have any questions or you are ready to get started, let me know, and I will do what I can to make the process super easy for you and fun. And hey, Steve, my offer still stands. Until next time, choose a purpose, any purpose. Give me a call at 519-396-9864 or drop me an email at nancy.murdock@live.ca. at And let me help you get started creating and recording your life stories for your grandkids. They will absolutely love them. If you know someone else who might be interested in my online course or working with me personally, please share my contact information with them. This episode is available on the podcast page of my website, nancymurdoch.com, and on my blog, nancyatnoon.blogspot.com. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome week.